So, Eddie, we're here mostly to talk about Toka, but I also do want to talk about Major League Soccer, FC Dallas. It hasn't been a run of great results for FC Dallas, so maybe you can make them feel a little better. I'm sorry at your expense, Eddie. 2010, FC Dallas, uh, they eliminated the LA Galaxy out in Los Angeles en route to the MLS Cup, their only MLS Cup final appearance. What do you remember about that 2010 FC Dallas team? Yeah, well, I, I I remember specifically, you know, in in our case, we were, you know, it was my final season. I had already announced my retirement. You know, the Galaxy were playing really well. I know we had struggled with Dallas that year, and for whatever reason, it wasn't always a a, a great matchup for us. But I think going into the game, we were still, you know, pretty confident and and where we stood. And the reality was, we got smacked. You know, I mean, they came and. Um, I remember they they hit us with a sucker punch early, or I don't remember exactly when the first goal was, but um, I remember by the end of it, it wasn't you know a feeling of um, hey we got robbed today. You know we 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 got we got beat pretty pretty bad, and as disappointing as it was, um, you know it was hard not to deny the fact that you know the better team won on the day for sure. So that was in 2010. You were also in Major League Soccer in the really early days. From there, you went to England for a little while. Would you say in terms of uh, uh, infrastructure and coaching, is Major League Soccer today about roughly where, say, England was 15 or so years ago or uh, further behind and further ahead? Yeah, I think it's, it's that's a that's a tricky comparison. You know, England's, you know, over 100 years old in terms of their their journey in this whole thing you know I will say and as you mentioned you know I was in the league from from literally day one you know with the inaugural game um, and if we're talking about you know the the quality of the players or the overall professionalism um, the academy structure the stadiums you know everything um, the expansion of the the fan base you know has has grown exponentially in the league you know without a doubt and and that's great to see I guess if I had to be critical, I'd say the one thing that's that's challenging is, you know, soccer in general has grown, you know, exponentially as well. And, you know, it's very, very stiff competition for eyeballs, you know, in, in this space and, and certainly today. So I think the, you know, the league has to continue to, to not just grow, but, but almost grow at a faster pace than, you know, than the rest of the world to a certain extent to, you know, to continue to um, to gain share in, and, you know, everybody's overall over viewership. But... Yeah, it's it's and it's an incredible league today, certainly from where we were day one. We're with Eddie Lewis, former U.S. national teamer. His time in the national team included the 2002 World Cup and a very important assist to Landon Donovan in not the original Dos Acero, but probably the most historically significant Dos Acero in a elimination match in 2002. Uh, where does that assist to Landon Donovan in that match against Mexico, where does that rank in your career highlights? I, I think it's still... It's still right, right up there. Still might be the top, the top moment. I mean, considering, really, just what it did for the country and and trying to put you know U.S. players on the map, as you know and and remember during that time, you know, it was really just starting to kind of scratch and claw our way into into European clubs and you know really kind of fighting to to gain that reputation that you know we're we're. A serious country and you know we we belong at the highest stage and you know that did a lot for that you know a, a lot of players that that got good moves after that tournament um you started to see more and more players you know moving abroad as a result and you know obviously um you know as a player and being a part of 
you know, that historic moment and that historic team is, is something, you know, I'll never forget. So tell us more about the Toka soccer system, because uh, you can obviously teach a kid or an adult um, a little bit about touch by banging a ball against a wall a thousand times. But what the Toka system seems to, to me to be about, and I just went through one of your workouts, is uh, the awareness of what to do once the ball arrives and the touch and the, the conceptual, uh, the spacing, the, 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 the body shaping. Uh, tell me where you think it helps a player the most. Yeah, I think, you know, really from a soccer perspective, there's probably two, you know, of the most precious commodities any player looks for on the field are, are time and space, right? And those two things you get from a good good technical ability and, and good awareness or, or decision-making. And really those are the two areas specifically we we focus on in, in TOCA training. So a player will come into a session, they'll be guided by a trainer, um, in, in a specific pathway that's that's all based on our curriculum and, and really the idea is is just that you know they'll receive three to four hundred balls with a bunch of different um, technical scenarios whether it's just working on the first touch or a dynamic first touch or turning or stopping and creating space or you know beating a defender but every single one of those repetitions also has an awareness component so one of those four targets will light up and we'll ask players to be able to make sure that they can make a decision and understand where to play before they receive the ball, which, as you know, is such an important, um, you know, feature in, in, you know, higher level soccer. And it's also been very, very difficult to train. That's sort of been this just elusive skill that you either had or you didn't have. So our ability to really train objectively both of those elements and share those results, share the data with the players so we can, um, you know, track their progress and, you know, share with them, you know, all the, all the, um, all the improvements that they're making, you know, has been hugely valuable and, you know, hopefully will result in, you know, some fantastic players in the future and specifically, you know, related to, to, you know, this integrated partnership with FC Dallas. It's just a, a huge win for us because, you know, we have a, a, a great 10 year partnership now with the MLS. You know, FC Dallas has already established themselves as a real leader in terms of, you know, all the homegrown players that they've developed, their, you know, commitment and investment into the academy. You know, Chris Hayden and, and his leadership here, their um, kind of excitement and passion around innovation, you know, are all really just in line with, with the things that we're doing as well. So I think it's a, it's a great partnership that I'm, I'm looking forward to yielding some, some really special results from. It looks to me like any level, any age player, it could help. Who do you think gets the most benefit in terms of which age or maybe which level player? Yeah, it's it's an interesting question, and and I think it's it's really relative, right? If if you're talking about you know a younger player that's just sort of starting their their journey, um, they're probably going to see the the quickest rate of improvement just because of um, of the number of repetitions. But you know, uh, a professional player getting you know just three or 4% better can be the difference between, you know, another contract or becoming an all-star or winning a championship. So, um, you know, it's, it's, you know, the improvements are, are, are smaller at the highest level, but, you know, they ultimately can become the difference between, you know, being a player that's in the league for, you know, for two or three years or, uh, or a decade. Final question with Eddie Lewis. Are you watching the Beckham documentary? Because I know your teams were part of it. Yeah. Um, I, I've actually, I haven't seen it yet, but I have, seen a few clips i think there was um uh, a segment at the end of one of uh of the clips that i'm 
helping David yell at some fans and that are abusing him for for whatever reason. But yeah, I um, I don't know if I'm that excited to relive some of those moments, but uh, certainly at some point I'll see it, and you know, hopefully it shows him, you know, in a uh, in a really good light because you know I don't I wouldn't you know have enough good things to say about not only what he's done for the league, but just you know who he was as a player and how he carried himself both on and off the pitch. Eddie Lewis, we appreciate your time. Cool. Thanks for having me, Steve.